0: Hello, my friends. This is Chad. You're listening to the Cliff Notes feature of the Naked Leadership Podcast. Every Friday, we post a condensed version of this week's episode. Those of you that have little time to listen or want a quick reminder of the principles we discussed, we made this for you. If you're looking to enjoy the full conversation, just navigate back to the previous episode and you can listen to it in its entirety. Otherwise, get ready because there's a lot here in under five minutes. Let's go. And I was a fairly mature twelve, given that I was the oldest. Um, we've been, gone through some turmoil. Um, I've I I got involved. I've always been interested in deeply involved in relationships. So I was, you know, it's my mother. So you know, one of, I I didn't want to see. I couldn't stand what I saw. It was horrible at first. Yep. And and you know, to be honest with you, it was quite traumatic. Obviously. Um, I didn't think it was traumatic. I felt like I was handling it well. But in my teens, you know, I rebelled pretty strongly. I had a pretty big chip on my shoulder, um, was, you know, cocky and arrogant, mostly because I was feeling insecure, Uh, you know, comparing my family with everybody else's family. And I had all these judgments. So I would project this cocky, edgy, you know, arrogant at times. and, And, you know, voiced, you know, outspoken, but I was hiding behind a, a persona, actually quite lonely. And as I left school, I went out and got in a lot of trouble. I was rebellious. I was, you know, got, I was violent and 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 I was dealing drugs and I blew up my scholarship. I really didn't, I got distracted from playing ball, didn't care about my academics. So I left college after a year mm-hmm. and went into the what I call the underworld, creating my own life. When I started to come out of the addiction, I started to realize how connected my behaviors were to the, what, the story I made up about my childhood. Yeah, I used to say, I'll never go back to my childhood. It wasn't, you know, I never want to live that again. Yeah, I hate it. Uh, Yet now I look back and I see my mother and that whole drama with my family really prepared me to do what I'm doing now. And, And what it did was, in order to save my marriage with my wife, um, I had to re-mean the past, meaning I had to look. So the things that happened in the past happened in the past. That's not why I was bitter. Why I was bitter is what I made up about the past, because each one of us in my family made something up different. And so we had different expressions, different personalities. So in working through this kind of recovery program, I, You know, with my wife, I started in, in deciding that I was committed to my wife. There were a number of things that were invisible that were made visible by my commitment to be there for my wife. And it was in that re- reading I, I discovered modeling, what it means to model. And and I, And they mentioned, they talk about extensively about how they were able to communicate with schizophrenics, particularly if they were catatonic. By modeling, so I thought. Well, I'll give it a shot. My mother's she was catatonic at the time, and and they were thor they got her all high on Thorazine. So my dad asked him to please, you know. And then they have her tied up in a in a straight jacket because when she comes out of the catatonia, she can hurt herself. She had a habit of pulling her hair out and and hurting herself. In the last twenty five years of her life, she might have had two episodes, maybe thirty years, two episodes. Mm. Yeah, she and she lived a very healthy life she was a uh, a voracious le- reader um, immaculate she's, Her house is beautiful very artistic and and just we had, you know my grandkids loved to be with her my kids loved her and she she was she was just a gracious woman she she and my dad are best friends and she's best friends with my father's wife now i discovered in my work with my mother that the mind can't tell the difference between a real and an imagined experience and it takes discipline to understand the distinction. Like it takes discipline to really connect with what's really going on based on what's going versus what's going on in my head. And I learned to navigate that. I learned not to be distracted from what we needed to talk about. I learned to vet the different conversations that could be going on. I learned to connect the physiological clues, the the tells that would help me have those conversations in a meaningful way. I learned to stand and speak and listen and to be like, my mother was pretty tough at times. And so I learned to receive feedback in a very difficult situation and, and to, and then I learned how to reinvent what I was making up, that that's really what determined what, if I was going to see a possibility with my mother in that situation, just like in a team, if I'm going to find a t- possibility, it's in my conversation. Am I open to hear the things I don't want to hear? Hmm. Am I open in a way that I'm curious about what I could learn? Am I willing to question what I already know, which I really had to do a lot with, with her.